0: The biggest problem that people have getting their minds around is the fact that the Congress, our government, was replaced a long time ago with a bunch of corporations largely owned offshore. The so-called civil war was planned offshore. France and England designed it. We would have never known that. It was all in secret. They wanted cotton at a decent price for their new industrial revolution and they they wanted our cotton. France and England were going through an industrial revolution and cotton was really needed to feed those textile mills, it was the gold rush of centuries. Russia was not participating in that. If France and England got that chance to move ahead economically, Russia would never catch up. he says, it just simply wouldn't be good for my people. And of course they assassinated him. They didn't like what he did and that's what happens when you get involved with a very criminal-type empire all over this planet that pretends to be governments of countries. And at the bottom of the heap or the top of the heap, however you want to measure it, you'll find the Britain. Britain is right there as a lapdog of the Pope's office. He hasn't been very holy in a long time, his office.
1: If you are like me, you are constantly searching for the best solutions to keep you and your family healthy. We all know that diet and exercise is important, but unfortunately diet and exercise is not enough in today's toxic and nutritional deficient environment. No matter how much you try to eat healthy, soils depleted of minerals will not produce sufficiently nourishing food. That's why we have carefully curated products on the controlyourhealth.care website that keep you fully nourished. The healthy foundation pack for those wanting a complete nutritional program, the -the on-the-go pack for those looking for a more convenient yet quality solution, and the plant-derived minerals for those on a budget who need more for your money. Starting at less than $30, you can get what our bodies lack the most, and that's minerals the plant-derived minerals contain up to 77 minerals from prehistoric plants in their unaltered colloidal form which will give you nourishment you just cannot find in today's food the price does not mean less quality far from it plant-derived minerals are also in the complete nutritional program and these minerals are what our foods lack most plus it comes in tasty flavors for the entire family to enjoy so if you're on a tighter budget plant-derived minerals are for you. You can find links for these and many other products at controlyourhealth.care or at com slash shop. Is sovereign. It's just, we have human beings that wanna go usurp God's will.
0: Well, they overlaid us with something that wasn't very sovereign at all. What happened was they overlaid our republic with not a republic, but a democratically run, Roman law system that was administered by England at the time of the Civil War. And our courts all became foreign courts. Within a court, there is no constitutional protection. They didn't stop there. They made all people be known as persons. And um, the word person in legalese, or federalese if you like it, means an incorporated body. Not a living man or a living woman, but a dead entity. Now they can buy and sell your estate, and they can buy and sell you because they're not really buying and selling living people now. They're buying and selling dead persons. It's all fraud.
1: It's all BS. It's all fraud. And I think if human beings all together at once said, "This is BS. We don't accept it," it would go away.
0: It- could it very well could because when and if we just say we
1: are all sovereign god says we are and we're just going to put an end to all this crap it would go away
0: that's why we have the assemblies now people are slow to learn but they are learning they were born one way and then somebody snuck in and stole their identity and turned them into something else but they did it through fraud the problem is that fraud is not illegal unless you raise your hand and say, this is fraud and it's illegal. But if you don't say so, and nobody is, then it's lawful. Well, you guys (laughs) are,
1: people are. I think it's just the ignorance. And eventually, you know, because we have to fill out paperwork to say that we're free and sovereign. I think eventually- I know it's
0: silly, isn't it? It's it is so silly, it's, but we're, what we're doing is I, we're, I know. we're trying to call fraud.
1: You have to do something at this point while we are still were. That's why the lawsuit that we're in to fight for free speech is important because we still have to work within this stupid system. But at some point, we'll just say, and enough people understand, we just say this is all stupid and we don't buy it anymore. God says we're we sovereign. Have never Common been, law is the right way. Everything
0: that's been done is illegal. Yeah. Yes. It's all illegal. It's unlawful. If yeah. you go into a courtroom today and stand on your own feet and demand to be recognized for what you really are, a living woman, a living man on the land and soil of your nation state, that court can't touch you. Yeah, I don't And want, if they do.
1: I'm not the corporation they BS are subject- that you putting on me. You do I'm this thing. I'm this. I'm not this corporation fiction that you created.
0: If they do, they're in violation of their own laws. Because we have treaties out there that people have signed in various nations around the world. One of them being the UCC, which a lot of it is just the U.S. code. The fines for crossing a jurisdictional line is so high. It's like $1.6 million a day per person per day for incarceration, crossing a jurisdictional line, if a judge sitting as a judge, and he's not, he's the CEO of a company pretending to be a judge, and if he did something to um, a sovereign, uh, a living man or a living woman on the land and soil in a courtroom, he could be imprisoned for 10 years, he could lose his bar attorney he can't be a bar member and do that. The bar knows they can't do that.
1: But because it still gets back to the same thing that they value sovereigns above everything else, and that it's it part of their mean. BS of what they've created. And and people who've
0: gone to law school, like a say an FBI agent, a lot of them are all members of the bar. Yeah. And I was confronted by two FBI agents after I got. Uh, I just had had a, a meeting with some sheriff deputies and uh, militia leaders in. Clackamas County, Oregon. Uh, They were confused. They were bewildered. They knew that they were trying to protect the public and it couldn't get done because people they would arrest, they knew they were criminals, were on the street before they even finished the paperwork. And that was being done by the judges. Well, they found out that the county jail is owned by a bunch of bar members. It's a profit making enterprise. They get so much money for everyone they incarcerated. They found out. And that day that I was there, I pointed out that the reason is everybody has an estate worth a great deal of money. And every time somebody appears in one of those courtrooms, they access that estate and take a chunk of money. You wouldn't even believe how much. So of course they want the, a criminal that's a known criminal. They want him in there every Friday. It's worth a lot of money. <laughs> and once these deputies saw this, and it took me five hours. We sat there and talked for five hours. When they finally saw it, you should have seen the looks on their faces when they realized what they had been a part of and why they were out there in harm's way, getting very little wages. And the court and the government of the county was making a huge amount of money. They were very, very angry people. The next morning, the FBI was at my door that fast. They came right down to see me. I wasn't at my house. I was two blocks away and they showed up. Well, they called me on my cell phone. They have access to just about everything. And I said, who's this? And he says, the FBI, we need to talk to you now. I said, where are you? We're on your front steps, but you're not here. And I said, well, come on down. I'm at the park walking the dog. They did. They did show up. <laughs> nice young man. I mean, I've worked for the FBI before. I, I know who they are. And I said, well, uh, what's up? Some, something got me disturbed. And he said, well, it's come to our attention. You're associating with people who promote violence. I said, you better check oh, for the God sources. Those sake. were deputy sheriffs in Clackamas oh, County last night. Oh,
1: for God's sake. And okay. they looked at
0: me kind of funny. And I said, but boys, you're standing in front of me right now, crossing your jurisdictional line. You have no rights to even address me. And they just melted. They knew what I was talking about. And finally, one of them looks at me and he says, are you a sovereign? I said, of course I'm a sovereign. I'm an American. All Americans are sovereign. I knew when I said that, that very few Americans are on the soil right now. Most people are persons and they're British subjects and they don't even know it. But they can be Americans. They can come right back to the land and soil tomorrow. They can do it if they want to. And I said, we are on the same page. You have a contract but you cannot enter Oregon without my permission because I happen to be the land sheriff of Lane County. I represent Lane County land and soil. Now there's a corporate sheriff down in the courthouse. I have nothing against him, but he has a different jurisdiction. But for you, the FBI to come into this county and function at any time, you must have my permission. They never said a word. I said, and I'm not your enemy. I might need your resources. I can only dream about the resources you have. So here's what we'll do. We'll work together. If I need you, I'll call you. And if you need my permission, you call me, but we're gonna talk before anything happens. I got their business cards. They got in their SUV and drove away. About two weeks later, we got noticed that there was a terrorist group out of Portland going to come to Eugene. They're going to have a rally, and then they're going to put on black, and they're going to run around and break up property. I sent it to the corporate sheriff in the courthouse. I said, this needs to come to your attention, and then I sent a notice over to the FBI agents, same two people. And I said, this must not happen. You have my permission to act. It didn't. There was no rally, no property damage, and the public had no clue that this went on. FBI is just a tool. They have a contract to operate under and they can be misused or they can be used properly. They're just a detective agency with a lot of resources and a great deal of money. But I've worked with them before and I knew who they were. I was a bodyguard for Hubert Humphrey when he's running for president in 1968. Wow. And uh, I had to deal with the FBI then. They were not in charge of his security. The Treasury agents were. And uh, I had to deal with Treasury and they were a different bunch. But believe me, uh, the FBI agents I met with at the time, uh, we had a lot of stuff going on at the university, and it was dangerous. We didn't want Hubert Humphrey hurt. And we had the weatherman, and we had the SDS, and we had all these different organizations at the nearby university, Portland State University. I had moles inside of the SDS giving me information, but I wanted the FBI and I to work together. So we met a number of times in Old Town, Portland, and had dinner together. And figured out what was next. They weren't involved, but they did give me a lot of good information. So I'm, I have no problem with the FBI if they're used properly. I have a lot of trouble with them when they're used improperly. Oh, absolutely. They have been used improperly. Yeah, been, that's an uh, understatement. Horrific. Yes. Okay, well, when they well, killed Lavoie over in Burns, Oregon, they did that with a drone in the air so they showed oh. everybody what they were doing. I don't even think those were FBI agents.
1: Well, it's the people think behind They were
0: mercenaries them. out of France.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, well, let's talk this about. This bankruptcy
0: thing. Well, this bankruptcy thing happened by Lincoln. April 25th, of 1863. He bankrupted his corporation. And as a result, the monarchy of England, meaning the parliament, because the monarch doesn't have any real lawmaking power in England. Parliament took over and rewrote the Constitution of the United States of America, Inc, and re-recorded it in Edinburgh, Scotland. Within 10 years, the Pope had done the same thing with the Municipal Corporation in the city of D.C., which only operates there, nowhere outside the district. And so we lost our government completely, and our Congress, which was just A bunch of guys left over when the southern states decided they were not going to put up with Lincoln anymore, and they left Lincoln. They didn't secede from the Union. They still honored the founders. And the Confederation of the South, which was the southern half of the Confederation of American States done in 1781, that's our confederation, Federalist Papers, Hmm. the northern part became the Grand Army of the Republic, got got a new name. And the war commenced. They use slavery as the issue today, but that's not the reason they did it then. Lincoln always came claiming that the South had seceded from the Union. No, he had seceded from the Union. He brought all the militias together, made an army, and then took the Confederation of the northern half of the states, and he never let any of those slaves go. And then he attacked the South. That's what happened. The South has never seen it as a civil war. It was a war of northern aggression well
1: and that's why they and that's why they use the the african american this end of slavery and to just really disparage the south because that's what they do i mean that's their whole mantra is to completely disparage the what i was
0: involved in it because my family were slavers we were slavers in southern missouri we came up out of kentucky my family came out of Jamestown Colony. So we started early in Culpeper County, Virginia, and finally migrated all the way down the coast. And a lot of the family were in the slave market. The British set that up a long time before we were an independent nation. Grandpa didn't want to do it anymore. He wanted to get out of that. So in the 1840s, he decided to see if this Oregon thing was good. It was British country out here, it was controlled by British soldiers. He sent his son out to look it over in 1846, and he came back and said, it's even better than they say, and they hit the trail in 1847. But by that time, he had given away all of his free papers to his slaves, divided up anything of value they couldn't take with him and divided that among them and let them go. And then he came out here. He was so involved in what happened in the old South that he wanted to be part of those people here that didn't want it to ever happen again. He was in the very first assembly, that happened in 1849 just the just months after we became part of the United States out here and made a contract with Britain in order to occupy their land people don't realize that and then immediately started working on statehood he helped write the constitution for Oregon 1857 it was finished we submitted it in 1858 uh, and it was accepted in 1859 a year before the war began in the 1860 election Lincoln and three others fighting each other. Joe Lane of Oregon was the running mate of Breckinridge Democrats out of the South representing the Southern states. He didn't win, of course, but Lincoln had a sudden increase in his pocketbook because he spent way more money than anybody else and he didn't have that kind of money. Where did it come from? They were the bankers of England or maybe the Pope, but somebody was funding him and they put him in office. He couldn't be the president, so he just became CEO of a corporation with a look-alike, sound-alike name, United States of America, Inc. Well, that Scottish corporation ran all the way to about 96, 1896, when it hit the wall financially. And there was a kind of a shock to the our stock market. By 1907, they had completed the bankruptcy of that time. They never called it a bankruptcy. They just said JP Morgan came in with these rich buddies and pro- propped up pro- the, the stock market. Well, JP Morgan wasn't working for us either. They were all working for the British. And so what happens, Morgan then immediately wanted to cut a fat hog in this thing. So he got all the bankers together. And so 1910, just three years later, they were at his lodge secretly, all using aliases, And they studied how to take over the American economy. If you can control the economy, you can control the politics. And so they all went to Jekyll Island to his hunting lodge. They spent enough time there with European bankers on how to do it. They set up the Federal Reserve idea. Then they had to get around the Constitution because our Constitution forbids all this. Well, the Federal Reserve Act would never pass Congress. They had to get a president in there that was allowing this to happen and they would never get past Teddy Roosevelt's protégé which was of course Taft. Taft was a skull and bones guy so he was connected in some odd ways too but they finally got Wilson in there. He was a professor at over in Trenton I think Princeton maybe. His family were banking family but he wasn't. He got caught up in himself and they distracted him with the League of Nations thing and he was so busy with that he didn't notice that his chief of staff a guy named Mendel House was only there for one reason, to get the act put through Congress and he was never going to get it done. So he did it sneaky like. He let Congress go home for the Christmas holidays in 1913 and they secretly left Congress open. It was never closed. When everybody got on trains and left for two months, a dozen or so of his buddies, Reopened Congress and passed the Federal Reserve Act.
1: In Christmas time, right?
0: So Complete fraud, total criminal activity, treason even.
1: Well, let me ask you, before we move on. Now, Congress at this point, even though they were part of this corporation, they didn't know. They thought they were really congressmen, senators and congressmen like today. And they were still functioning. I mean, because we had you couldn't pass the Federal Reserve Act even under the corporation that was put in place. So how does that work?
0: Well, the corporation that was actually in Christmas holidays had gone away. They weren't in the D.C. That's how he no, got no, it No, 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 but
1: you're saying that it wasn't legal with inside this corporation to create this act. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, there's these corporations. They just paid
0: everybody off everybody came back and got money there's a famous book there's a famous book you should read sometime it's called statesman three it came out about 80 or uh 95 i think just before they hit the wall in 1896 and they use aliases Each one called himself, one was called the colonel, one was called the senator, one was called something else, but they were highly connected people inside of Congress, and they knew what was going on, and they wrote how many members, senior members of Congress were getting money under the table, and it shows how much they were getting. It was all published in this book. I bought the book myself, and I was so surprised. McKinley was getting money under the table. We always thought he was a good guy. He was being paid under the table. Congress was being or the wheels were being oiled in a way that the public didn't know.
1: Well, and I still think then, it is, but let me ask you, I, I mean, you need to continue that, about that, but the Pope recreated a constitution for the municipal government and for Washington, D.C. You said that there was a new uh, constitution that was created for the, the United States, Inc. So why was it illegal for them to create the Federal Reserve Act when it was just within the corporation. It wasn't our true US constitution.
0: Well, it was about the money thing. Within the constitution, gold and silver is the only money there is.
1: They kept that when they rewrote the constitution. The point is is that our original constitution and the rewrites still had the the money written into it.
0: Sure, if you look at the constitution of and the constitution for,
1: they're the same. They're with almost the, money. the
0: same wording. They're very okay. similar. What's happened is the heading was changed. Because it's a different document, they changed the font. They changed the so word ridiculous, from an but adjective okay. to a noun, from a noun back to an adjective. They make a new document. Then they could re-record it in Edinburgh, Scotland, as a Scottish corporation running the United States. To this day, England has considered us her colony ever since Lincoln. Still. And it's a special arrangement. That's what the word they use today in politics. It's a special arrangement between England and the United States because they take all our money out of our pockets and it goes offshore. And the people think they're buying roads and bridges and schools, and they're not. That's being paid for out of their estate.
1: <laughs> oh, that's where it's been coming from. So, our, what we're doing, they're, they're getting 100% of our tax money, and we're still paying for everything out of our own estates and our own assets.
0: Sure, sure. And most people pay about 50% of their income and they don't realize that that's a slavery thing.
1: It's all about slavery. Yeah, it is. How do we, is there a money trail that we can show that our own assets are paying for the roads and for all the upkeep, whereas, and our own taxes are going all overseas? Where is the money accounting for that?
0: There's a guy who did a bunch of studies of all the states. And he shows a PL of the states. It's never up to date. It's usually three or four, maybe five years old, but it doesn't change that much. And he publishes it under the CAFR one. K-A-F-R. And we call it the CAFR funds. It's it's pronounced K what is it? It's
1: it's It's K-A-F. K-A-F-R.
0: One. Yeah. K-A-F-R-1.
1: Okay, K A F R R one. Is it, on the, is it on the internet? And if you do look you have down to through it? there,
0: look for the state, look for the list of states, find your state, click on it, and up will come the p and of your state. It'll be a few years old, but you'll be amazed at how much money each state actually has. They show the public a zero-based budget, which is a con game because they start at zero every two years. And they project what they're going to spend. And they never quite make the projection. So they have to raise taxes or stop a service or something. And they use that as an excuse. And it's a con game. The states are quite wealthy. Oregon is not at all (laughs) what they, they like to make it out as a welfare state. It's not. They've got a lot of money invested with great returns. And yet property tax here will put you out of your house and home. Many people can't afford it. It, it, they're paying more for property tax than they ever paid for them. There's another thing, too. They never let you own your home.
1: Well, knowing that we're being manipulated to this degree, and it doesn't even go to help people, and we have starving people here, no, we're doesn't. paying We're paying for wars and hurting people. I hate yep. the fact that our taxes, I hate that.
0: And so, okay. Well, we're being used as a mercenary force. We are. Way, we are like, now? How like can people more people... Go ahead. We don't have any, uh, re- the, the public, I shouldn't say we, the government does, but the public doesn't know that the wars that we were put into are designed offshore. We're there for another reason. And then we have a lot of people die there, but when they die there, they're worth a lot of money to somebody as well, because every time somebody dies, they're worth a tremendous amount of money. They have these bonds put on them. The bonds are traded on the market. And then there's an insurance underwriter to protect the bonds from those that would invest their money in the bonds. Uh, we have a young lady in our assembly that went, studied hers out. She's worth $2 billion dead.
1: Now that's just so crazy. So maybe that's why they wanna kill someone. You it is
0: nonsense.
1: Okay, so how do people learn more? They love more? killing us. Yeah, they love it anyways, because they're crazy cultists. How do they learn more yeah. about the assemblies? Because I think, you know, there's so much to learn. We're going to have you back regularly. And every time that you come back, I learn something new. And it's just kind of, it's really interesting. But there's so much more for people to learn. So where do they start?
0: Well, first of all, you have to use the laws as they are, not what they should be, but as they are. And one of the big things we have is the post office. The post office is very old. It's very powerful. The post office is the basis for our judiciary itself. Benjamin Franklin was the postmaster of North America. He was at the assembly meetings when they created the very first constitution in 1787. which people, a lot of of people think it's a second constitution because the confederation that was done in 81 is kind of like the constitution but it's more of a business arrangement. And Franklin Roosevelt, I mean, uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin resigned his post as soon as he got it set up, and it's written into the original Constitution for the United States of America, unincorporated. He was the one then that made the famous statement. He was very ill. He couldn't walk anymore. They had to carry him to and from Freedom, Freedom Hall, and he was being carried out to his church when a woman gathered outside, didn't know what they were even doing in there. Said, what are you people doing in there? And Franklin made a very famous statement. We've given you a a republic. If you can keep it. Knowing full well that the whole world. Is going to try to dismantle this thing. Because nobody in the world had what we had. We had a declared sovereign people. With a republic in which. No political parties are necessary. That in fact represent living men and living women at the county level of each and every one of the nation states. So that it's your your town meeting in your county that decides everything. And that's also the court. The public American common law court is run by the jury. No judges, no prosecutors, no defense counsels, none of that nonsense. That's all sea law stuff, no. It's your own peers to decide what's the best avenue. And the last thing they wanna do is put somebody in a box. That costs money. So they have to find a way to satisfy the problem. And it's your own neighbors that gathered around to decide. Once they're in the jury pool and can be selected, you can participate. And all you have to do is get involved with your local state assembly and make sure it's the right one because there's a lot of state assemblies out there seem to be somewhat confused. In Oregon, for example, we have two Oregon assemblies. And one of them, although their spirit is right, they're clueless. They have no idea that they're still in harm's way. You have to be able to prove by the fact that you decreed on the public record in the public domain of the post office that you are in fact a living people on the land and soil of your respective nation state. If that can be shown to be on the public record for 30 days, it becomes a law. That's Roman law, their own laws. So what we do is we decree, we notarize, we publish, and we have cards in our pocket that say so. I have my card right now, If you scan it with a smartphone, it'll give you all the paperwork. The corporate world will not look at these cards. The corporate world is desperately trying to defend themselves, which are British, from being exposed for what they've been doing. So law officers are instructed to treat us like terrorists, even though we're the real Americans and they're the terrorists. But they are the ones wearing the guns with the uniforms running around. But if a municipality, a county, or a state, government, crosses their jurisdictional line, and enters into your realm, land and soil, they have violated their own laws. And it's extremely expensive for them to do that. So if you use the right wording, and that's what we train people, and you use the right conviction of who you really are and who they are, they're your employees, and they're outside of their contract. In my state, Oregon, we have uh, a gal named Brown and her whole staff, and we have a legislature that meets in Salem. Most of those people are clueless. They don't even know what they're part of, but they're an employee of the living people. We stand over the constitution, not under it. The living people wrote the constitution and the creators can be the only ones to modify what they've created. The legislature has taken it upon themselves and they're an incorporated legislator, to create another constitution, calling it the State of Oregon Constitution, but it's fraud and it's treason, because it's a book of statute law. It has absolutely nothing to do with the real constitution. the your and original constitution that my grandfather helped write. So I have a personal family reason for, you know, being involved in this. When the bell chairs originally in their family story say that they decreed us to be sovereign and that's where it came from originally. I took it as a family story. It can't be proven in any way. It doesn't show up anywhere but I have family stories too that are just like that that I know that to be true but I could never prove. Them. My grandmother cooked breakfast for Frank James one morning. He was running from the Pinkertons and he came in on a saddle horse around Hebo Mountain from the coast out of Tillamook into a little town of Willamina. My grandmother was working in the hotel dining room as a cook. She was a good cook, I loved her. She made this gentleman, as she called him, a real gentleman who had come in in the rain and sat down and had breakfast and was just very impressed with the food. He went back to the kitchen and he said, I want us Thank you, everybody, for such a fine meal. I have just ridden in from Tillamook all night long on a saddle horse in the rain. My name is Frank James. Got on the Southern Pacific line and went to San Francisco, the is chasing. They thought they had him bottled up in Tillamook out on the coast, it's a dead end. They didn't expect he'd just rent a horse and ride all night. The question was always, what on earth was he doing here? One day I was having a hamburger in a place called a Charburger in Cascade Locks. It's a little tiny town up on the Columbia River and it's on the Union Pacific Railroad. And in there was two pictures, a picture of Frank or Jesse James and this guy's grandfather. <clears throat> he says, "Who in the world is my grandfather?" He just disappeared from somewhere and showed up here with no history of anything. We can't do a family tree on him. He just showed up here like a out of a cabbage patch who is he? And right next to him was a picture of Jesse James. And it was the same guy. Oh. So I put this together. I think, and it's just a conjecture. It's just a, a, based on what I've seen. Jesse James faked his death, made a new identity, came out to the Oregon country, lived in a small town with a new identity. And Frank came to see his brother.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, who that's really interesting. Well, your information is as good as well, it's better than most. <laughs> I was gonna say, as good as any. I'm like, well, maybe not. No,
0: all I remember is, is my bad. grandma telling me that he was a real gentleman. He was a real gentleman. She said he was well dressed and he was a very fine, slightly southern gentleman. Well, he was from Missouri, so I guess he was sort of southern. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, where, where, so what's the website that people should go to to learn more about their local assembly?
0: Well, of course, we've done a lot of these videos, and it gives you a lot more information. I've got YouTubes that are out there called The American Story by Bobby Graves, and there's one, two, and three. You can go to the Oregon Assembly website, and the way you get to that one is, it's all one word, lowercase, the Oregon State assembly.com now there's another one out there similar that's i think .org that's not us and when you get that you'll see a picture of a famous lake we have here it's up in the mountains and then there'll be a lot of information and in there there'll be a menu and the menu will be different topics that you can click on and look at one of them says history And again, you'll see some of my videos, especially the long one I did when I was talking to all those people at time. Then there's another little entry says, correct your political status. In there, there is another more detailed video I did in the backyard of the guy. Uh, Somebody had a camera and I didn't even know they were gonna publish it, but it's there. But it goes into more detail on what the assembly does and how to get involved. It doesn't give you a get out of jail free card. You cannot use this information for something that's already started, like you're being indicted or been running for four years or something's going on in the court system because once something starts, it's pretty hard to unravel it retroactively. But there are organizations that we parallel with that are working very hard on how to handle yourself in a court of law. I've gone to quite a few lectures by people who do it quite well. It all comes down to the way you handle yourself. I liked uh, a young man from uh, band, Oregon, who spends a lot of time running around the country. What's his name? Talking like I am. His name is David Street.
1: Okay, we know him. You call him a young man. I know him. I've met him. I've had uh, lunch with him before. Now, but there's there's an assembly. You're talking about the Oregon one, which has a ton of information on it, which is great but there's also one for a national so that people can go and find their own assembly. Now, does all the assembly websites have the same amount of history that Oregon's does on it to help people understand?
0: Well, each state has its own, you know, they all have their own history, but I think if you look into one assembly, you can find out um, a link to find out where your people are in whatever state you come from. There's assemblies everywhere there's even an assembly called the america's assembly and they're out of the republic of texas which at one time included a good deal of uh, new mexico arizona parts of nevada i mean you know texas was really huge once and they claim that they have a better way of handling themselves dealing with law enforcement and the corporate world i don't know that much about them i've talked to the director and uh, i like them Uh, they have they agree a great deal with the history the same way we do. Um, I think it's an education process right now where people have to learn really what has happened, who we really are, and our road back to freedom is simply of reclaiming what you were born to be in a cradle. We were born sovereigns in a cradle, and then somebody overlaid us all this junk.
1: I would like to, once we get past this, this, I would like to make a decree at some point that God's, we were all, the whole world are sovereign because it's God that did that. And
0: the, ultimately the, you're right. That's exactly right.
1: That's where that's we exactly need to get right. to for humanity to, to evolve past this barbaric stage we're in. We have to Maybe. understand that it comes from God and not from humans or any other entity, <laughs> whatever
0: that is. We're just children of our mm-hmm. creator. Yeah. We don't have any real power. We can work on behalf of our creator and whoever you want for your creator, it's still that from which you came. And all we do is honor what was originally said a long time ago that we are all born children of our creator. That makes us sovereign. Everything else is just stuff that people did. That's what people <laughs> that did. Persons did. And too bad we got to
1: work within their BS. Yeah, we have to work within yeah. their BS system right now. But eventually, if we're really going to evolve as a people, the whole world, yeah. people in Africa, people in China, people everywhere are sovereign. Yes.
0: But That's right. that'll
1: take time, but we'll get there someday.
0: <laughs> someday. Well, I've been in contact with a lot of people, and a lot of them. I even had contact with the royal family of Angola. <laughs> had beer with a guy he's crown prince living in oregon because they didn't want him assassinated so he's living here and he doesn't even know his background but he was so thrilled to hear where he came from and what he is now he has to figure out how to help his people because the oil reserves of angola go to the eu and not to the people yeah, there exactly we got to get rid no, of those, this it's just criminal activity everywhere it's, in a grand scale
1: Slavery, we thought slavery was illegal, but it's alive and well, and we need to end slavery for good. We need to really end slavery is what we need to do. But I thank That's you right. so much, Bobby, I appreciate it. I'm gonna find that link to the national assemblies too so people can start looking at and, and get a link to their own assembly. And then I'll have a link to yours as well in the notes so they can go and look at the history because your history is gonna be fantastic. And also the more videos. But thank you so much, Bobby, for sticking
0: or doing this long so.
1: interview with me. And until next time.
0: Thank you so much, be careful, be well.